Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that'll show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pipkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Change Book Radio Show. My name is Rich Perry, and I'm joined, as always, by Lawrence Pipkin. Lawrence, how you doing out there? I'm doing awesome, Rich. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Beautiful day in Austin today, so I'm having a good day. Well, it's a nice day in Pennsylvania, too, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Excellent. And we've got two powerhouse co-authors today. I'm going to introduce them in just a second. So our two co-authors right now are Pamela and W.T. Hamilton. Okay. It's a mother and son team. And I'm going to uh, introduce them right now with this uh, bio. With all this knowledge just spilling out of them, W.T. Hamilton and his mom, Pamela Hamilton, realize that it's time to expand on all of what they have learned and bring awareness and change to other people's lives. They created the Invincible Power book series to inspire readers to ignite their ambition and accelerate their success. And they're in book 10 of the Change book series, and the title of their chapter is Warning, Take a deep breath. You're about to learn how to make the impossible possible. And I'm excited to welcome them both to the show and learn how we can all make the impossible possible. WT, Pamela, welcome to the Change Book Radio Show. Hey, thanks, Rich. Yeah, thank you. Excited to be here. Right on. So why don't one of you, W.T. or Pamela, um, tell, tell the readers a little bit about your chapter, how to make the impossible possible. So the, um, the whole idea behind the chapter is um, um, using your, your, your thought, like thinking on purpose. So what, what we did is we designed it so that there was a, an exercise to do at the very beginning, and then we explained basically how success works and how you should define your success, how to find your definition. And then we, uh, we threw in there the reasons why it doesn't work for a lot of people and kind of worked through that. And then at the end of it, we go through the, uh, the exercise again with that, uh, that new knowledge that you have. So it, it was in, in designed to basically help somebody visualize um, an experience that they want to have. Right on. Can you can you elaborate on that just a little bit? In that, um, we're going to go through the exercise in just a moment. But what is it that some people, you know, they're they're able to have that success, and then some people don't? Do you, can you elaborate a little bit more on what you mean for the for the listeners? Yeah. So. Um... 
like what I find is a lot of people, uh, they don't really have a, a definition of what success is for them. So they, what we say in these chapters, you have an inherited definition. And basically, it's somebody else's definition of what success should look like. And that doesn't work for you because it's your goal, so you need to have your own definition. So that that's a, a key part that um, that we put in there, and, and it's about having the intent to, to succeed. Because a lot of people hope to succeed and they wish to, but hoping and wishing never really gets you anywhere. It's just not definite, right? So right. That's why we say you got to think on purpose. You got you got to uh, think with intent. Awesome, and I like how I even noted that, and I like how you said that those people that you know send out those hopes and those wishes. It's really about becoming successful on accident, as opposed to with intention and purposefully moving towards success. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes, that's right. Right on. So I have to say that in reading your chapter, you both equally contributed. And I mean, credit to you both. It was very seamless in there were times when I didn't know who was writing. And obviously that's I'm I'm, I'm guessing that was your intent, not where, you know, the reader can say, oh, this is definitely WT writing or, oh, this is definitely Pamela writing. Was that, was that something you're going for? I mean, when you're writing together, is it, I get this section, you get that section, or is it, hey, let's collaborate on the ideas so that it is very fluid and seamless in one thought, even though it's coming from two people? Uh, it's, it's funny because uh, when we joined the, uh, the change book, my mom had already left for Jamaica, she goes to Jamaica for a good chunk of the winter. So we had to write the chapter over the Internet, basically. Uh, we wrote it on Google Docs, mm-hmm. and we just had the idea. And uh, what I do in, in our business is I, uh, I focus on the goals, and that's, that's what I teach. And uh, what Pam does is focus on the inner strength and helping people with that. So we just took our parts, wrote them, and then, it just it just flowed together, and uh, once we had the first two parts, then I put in my my last part, and then she put in her last part. So it really just just flowed naturally. We, we was as surprised as you are <laughs> when when we you know when we put it all together and read it. We were surprised how it went flowed together so well. Pamela, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, in, in reading y'all's bio, it talked about how um, WT is, is all about logistics and testing and uh, the down and dirty logical uh, left side of your brain kind of thing. And you're more along the right side in spirituality and mm-hmm. um, the more like consciousness of it all. So yeah. I, I felt that I wanted to know more after reading your chapter about the spiritual side of things. Would you mind um, kind of opening up that a little bit? Yes, yes. I, I'm um, more of a Abraham kind of person. <laughs> I follow, you know, um, Abraham and, and those sort of teachers. I, I really can get right deep into to, um, all of the 
um, physical entities, you know. And I love the ego, uh, you know, about the ego mind and all that. So, um, whereas is, um, WT doesn't quite go for all of that, <laughs> some of the deep, <laughs> deep, deep parts of it, you know. And then I have to say, well, WT, if you look at it this way, <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm trying to get my points over to him. So, but I don't have to um, brainwash him, <laughs> you know, to well, believe what good. I believe. It's just that we've found now that um, putting it all together, it's, quite, it's going quite well. Um, we're able to teach on a broader uh, spectrum, you know, with, with the, the different ways we're coming from and, and bringing to it. Yeah. Is it something that helps you find a balance when you're talking about um, things like intent? And when you go deeper into intent, you know, I think of uh, her, when you guys are talking about polarities, I tend to think mm-hmm. about the hermetic, ancient hermetic texts that say, you know, things aren't really different in kind, but they're really more different in degree. And mm-hmm. so is that where you guys strike the balance going from, from one of the extremes to the other and finding that balance in the middle with where that intent is leading you? Or is it something else yes. coming from y'all? I, I believe it's Would the you... balance. Yeah, the, definitely the balance of, of um, coming from them two different, you know, uh, spectrums. Um, uh, I pull, you know, I'm able to pull Wayne back sometimes and he's able to pull me back, you know. But um, right. yeah, yes, definitely. Uh, because... Because then we're kind of um, uh, fleshing it out, you know, (laughs) Uh, about Mm. this can help other people. It's all about not just ourselves, but helping others. um, Right. Right, WT? (laughs) Yeah, well, and how I look at it is uh, I I look at the the, the universe, it's a non-physical thing, right? So you have to understand when you when you have an intent you want to uh have an experience like um say somebody wants to have a million dollars the universe doesn't have feet and hands it's not going to be able to walk over to your house and plop a million dollars in your lap right so you you have to understand it it can only deliver it through opportunities and uh that that's what we talk about with intent is that you got to recognize the opportunities and understand it is is the universe trying to show you how you can reach your goal. I think that's excellent. That's uh, one of the things that's always missing from the law of attraction is the action part. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a wonderful way to actually look at um, what intention really means rather than just hopes and dreams. Yes. uh, So go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say what I found was um, when I started out in all of this and um, loved everything and, and could see, you know, could see that there's manifestations happening one after the other. I, at that time, I really wasn't totally understanding the, the part, you know, the action part that WT has just talked about. So I did need him to, to be involved in, with me in that part. So that's how, you know, it's worked out for, for us also. How is, how is this collaboration um influence the ways that you guys deal with each other on a daily basis or is it the opposite is it the way that you guys dealt with each other on a daily basis is what encouraged and brought forth this collaboration no really i mean if you had have uh, told me when i was a teenager that i was gonna hit my 40s and 
started business with my mom, I would have thought you were smoking something. <laughs> I would have told you to stop smoking that and, and get yourself some beer because it's too strong. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was it was never it was never my intention, but um, it's been a really uh, really awesome experience. Uh, it's just I don't know how it really works, but it just kind of flows with us. We. You know, I do the, the action stuff, and my mom does the, the spiritual stuff, and it just seems to really blend and work well for us. I think that's awesome. Uh, I think, Rich, did you want to ask them something? I know that uh, usually a, about this time frame, Rich has something amazing he always throws <laughs> in. So, <laughs> I mean... We don't, we don't want to deprive him of that. I'm I'm just wrapping my head around the fact that I can't just sit on my couch and throw up notes to the universe and a million dollars is going to plop in my lap. So WT, when you said that, that just blew me away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, let me, let me ask you this because I know that for the past couple years now, I mean, it's, it's, you know, been around for a while. Obviously it's been around for a while, but since like the secret and things like that, the law of attraction has certainly really hit the mainstream. You know, I mean, Napoleon Hill talked about it was, you know, but do you see a lot of authority figures? And I, and I use that word in quotes that they kind of uh, hint at, it's okay to sit on your couch, throw up notes to the sky and a million dollars is going to plop in your, in your lap. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of people out there that they have this misconception about the law of attraction that, Oh, all I have to do is think happy thoughts and Mm -hmm. Lamborghini keys are going to fall on my lap and mansions are going to come my way (laughs) and a million dollars. I mean, I'm looking to you as the experts. Do you see that there's some people out there that preach that as kind of like a, like a snake oil salesman, you know? And I mean, do you see that a lot? Yeah. The, the, um, what I find the, the issue is, is that, uh, they're, they're selling simple, right? It's a simple concept. So people are mistaking simple for easy. So, yeah, it's a simple concept. You ask the universe, and then you receive, you know, what you're focused on. But how how it all works is not easy. It's not just a, a one, two, three step, right? It's it's about really about opportunities. And the reason I know it works, why I was drawn to it, is because I look at guys like uh, Jay Z, guys like Drake, people that they're not harmonious at all, but they're focused on a goal. And they start talking about that goal when they're in their basement in their mom's house writing songs. They're talking about things that they're going to do as if they've already done them. So knowing that that works for them, understanding that if, you, if you're spiritual and you're harmonious and you have good intentions, imagine what you can do with it. Awesome. And I love the fact that you're mixing the spiritual aspect of it being in touch with the universe and with yourself and things of that nature, and also uh, encouraging the person 
to take action and to set these goals and to recognize and move towards opportunities. I think that's the one thing that differentiates someone who's, you know, in it for the get rich quick scheme and the people that are really interested and invested in helping people to succeed in life. So I'm grateful to both of you for mixing those two components. So awesome. I, I wish if I, were, if I was right with you guys, I'd give you both a, ha- a high five at the moment. But uh, now in addition to the change book, you, WT and Pamela, you've written, is it four or five books? I know in your profile photo, you are each holding two books. Is that where you're at right now? You've, you've successfully completed four books together? Uh, we have five books all together. So we have uh, one book that we had done with uh, Balboa Press, which is a division of Hay House. Okay. And then we had done four mini books through uh, self-publishing, like completely self-publishing, that we promoted uh, through Amazon and uh, Barnes and Noble. Oh, nice. And, uh, and so, basically, what we've been able to do, and one of our our sub niches is teaching people how to how to do self publishing because uh, we learn it all from scratch. Right? We mm-hmm. uh, we took on the challenge and we made the mistakes and <laughs> we learned how to do it through through making mistakes and uh, and just putting ourselves out there. Yeah. Right, I I, remember, I know that um, there's a. Go ahead, I'm sorry, Rich. No, no, no. I was just gonna say that WT. I remember a few weeks ago you posted a blog, and I read it, and it was a very thorough blog as far as, and it, it also talked about your services, uh, mm-hmm. helping people in the self-publishing industry, and it was a very thorough blog article and listeners out there right now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting into the self-publishing business, or you're, you're thinking about publishing your own book, I should say, I would highly recommend reading that blog article and then speaking with WT and Pamela and getting their advice, certainly. Uh, Lawrence, go ahead. Well, I was just going to go along the same road that you just went down. Um, no. Talking about people that... Uh, want to create and they find that all of a sudden in their creative process, there's, they're stuck or there's a roadblock. Um, what did you guys do when, and if you cre- you had a roadblock and you were trying to be creative, you were trying to produce something and then all of a sudden it just stopped. Um, if you could kind of give us an idea of the things that helped you move forward in um, in that intent to, either publish or to continue to be published or your second book or your third book or your fourth book. What was that driving force for you? Uh, yeah, either thing, one of you can answer. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, a, a big thing for us is that I think because we are a team, we're like each other's coach. Mm-hmm. So when, when one of us uh, is, is kind of going through a roadblock or, or getting frustrated, we have the other one that can talk. Right. And I think that's what a lot of people find hard because you're writing by yourself and when you run into something you don't have anybody to to reach out to and bounce some ideas off or or just vent to i think it's really important that you get yourself a a coach or a mentor or someone that you can just advise you you need you need somebody on your team that can help you through that process because uh it is a lonely process otherwise 
And the other thing you got to do is uh, is have some nice music that you like. Play some music, relax, take a take a break. Even if it's only a 20-minute break, take a break, and then you can refocus, refresh. I like that. Um, I think uh, one of the one of the wonderful things that I I learned reading um, a biography on Einstein was that he actually put into his day daydream breaks, where he would just he would just leave his office and go and lay down on a hill somewhere for <laughs> 15, 20 minutes. So I think that's amazing. Um, Pamela, what did you have to add? No, I was just going to say um, I I done written a book over 20 years ago my first novel it was a novel and um historical novel and you know, i used to send it out to different publishers and you know all through when the rejection slips come back and you you insides go down and in the end i gave up so when i started writing again only this time it's about um you know the laws of the universe and and uh, law of attraction. I, I said to myself, it's, it's strange, but I thought, I wish I could do this with somebody else. I wish, I wish there was someone that was really close that would, you know, do this with me. And and uh, WT came along because he was the last person I would have would have thought actually. <laughs> so you know that was a part of my journey. I just wanted to put that in. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And let's see. And if there is a golden nugget that you could give to uh, the listeners out there, um, based on your chapter, um, what would it be? And we'll start with Pamela. Um, something that they can have as a takeaway. Well, my golden nugget, and it always is, <laughs> is that um, it, to really try and keep yourself out of that negative field. Because no matter what you're doing and what situation you're in. Your your ego part of you always wants to take you down that negative path. So um, once you really understand the ego, and once you can really um, confront it in your own mind, it, it, it you know it's um, kind of disappears a bit more into the background. Once you can say, okay, I'm more in control than that that negative voice. So it's really really overcoming that negative voice. Um, to, to really try to to ignore situations because we're, we're our minds are so powerful, our thoughts are so powerful that um, you should be able to or should try and, and remind yourself that you're in control, that you're more in control than this whatever situation it is you're in. WT. <laughs> well, mine would be um, like Drake said, it is what it is. You get what you give. So an opportunity is only an opportunity, and it's what you put into it. You know, if, if you put 10% into it, you're only going to get 10% of the value back out of it, right? So you've got to go into that opportunity and make the most out of, of any opportunity that you, uh, that you take on. Right on. And real quick, I know we just talked about the fact that you, you both have five books done together. Do you, I know you do coaching. Do you also do speaking? Uh, do you have, like, do you guys go around and speak at, uh, you know, different festivals, conferences, things of that nature, or is it strictly uh, coaching and 
um, being an author? Well, we are um, doing some uh, speaking events. We we have one coming up at the end of May, just finalizing the uh, the venue. So we're going to be running our own um, speaking event, talking about actually self-publishing, how to get into uh, self-publishing. Right on. I'm curious, what, I don't think we discussed it before, what was the reason, or not reason, but what was the, the motivation for self-publishing as opposed to going through a publishing house? I know the one book you said went through Hay House, um, but the others, what was your inspiration for doing it that way? Well, I mean, we, we just wanted to be like Frank Sinatra, right? Say, I did it my way. Being <laughs> <laughs> complete control. <laughs> So the uh, one of our uh, our books at the beginning of the book it says uh, you know life is like a steak, right? So if you don't like how your steak is is ordered, you always send it back and ask for another one, right? So that's we found that you have complete creative control. You can do everything when you do self-publishing. You can go on your own your own schedule, your own timeline for when you want to put that book out and how you want to deliver it. Cool. Cool. And and I'm just curious because this is something that Lawrence and I like to bring to the radio show. And since I know that this is something that you use as well, a moment ago, Lawrence asked you for that golden nugget, that insight. And what I'm going to ask you is, do you have a strategy, an action step or steps, a process that you can deliver right now to the listeners, that way they're getting something out of it. So they're getting that insight and maybe they can start making those profound life changes at the end of the show, you know, where they're like, Hey, you know, it's a Wednesday. I had, I I learned a lot from these co-authors and now it's time for me to implement these strategies in my life so I can start making my own changes. Do you have anything that you can share right now with the, with the good people out there? Uh, the, the biggest thing I think that, that you have to do when you're doing anything is, you know, you don't ask for permission and don't look for approval. So you got to give yourself permission to, to go for it. And you don't have, you don't worry about what other people are thinking. If it's a good idea and it feels good in your gut, you should find uh, find a way to make it happen. Learn, learn to follow your heart. <laughs> that intuition is there. It's there and it's automatic. It comes all the while. But we we go through our days so unconsciously, right, and not um, you know, really feeling what what we should feel um, when when we're getting those messages of um, this is right or wrong because they're always there and they'll always come to us. So just like um, W.T. has said, um, don't don't wait for other people to give you permission, but also go with your gut feeling, your heart. Right. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask. Lawrence, did you want to say something? No, I just said true. I agreed. (laughs) (laughs) So real quick, I probably should have asked this earlier, but it – totally escaped me, but now I I grabbed a hold of it. When you talk about recognizing opportunities, okay, Mm -hmm. 
which was it both of you that received the invitation to be a co-author or did one of you receive it and then you, you know, sat around a dinner table talking about it or like which one of you received the invitation and then just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, me personally, I'm curious to know what was your response and what was it that made you say, Hey, yeah, we need to do this. This is a great opportunity. Let's be involved with the change book series. Well, I, I had received the, uh, the invitation and uh, the first time I received it, uh, we looked into it and, and we had a lot of stuff going on. So we made up excuses of why we couldn't do it. Um, but we knew it was something really good. And so I had, I had let Jim Britt know that we were interested. We just couldn't do it right now. And then it came back. And the second time that it came back, I said, you know, we have to, we have to do this no matter what. Um, and we got to just make the most out of the opportunity. And the, I think the thing that, that really uh, made us change, um, I made a list of 101 things I want to do before I take my last breath. And on that list, one of the things I had on there is to be a part of an elite group. And the second time the opportunity came around, I realized that this is the universe sending me a way to be a part of an elite group. And uh, I got to... I got to live what I'm teaching, right? So I got to jump on this opportunity and make the most out of it. So, so that's when I really, it was, it was a moment where, you know, a light bulb went off and I realized I'm asking for this. This is actually what I'm asking for and we just need to find excuses to do it. Right on. Yeah, that's that's right on. awesome. That's awesome. And don't you, don't you find that in a lot of people, they, they want to change, want to change, want to change, and they don't recognize any of the things that would bring that change to them. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah. The, the frustrating thing, I think, that a lot of us want to give to people is that opportunity to broaden their perspective so that when that change does come for you, you actually do create or you do treat it as an opportunity and you create that change within yourself. That's right. So I think that's awesome, WT. Yeah. That's why I say that the technique of don't ask for permission and don't look for approval, right? It's it's basically you take responsibility for what you're going to get out of an opportunity, not what other people around you are going to do. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Definitely. Um, we're we're about to end it, but before we do, I know that you guys, WT Pamela, you have a gift. For the listeners, right? You said there's there's something on your website for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you go on the website and you uh, sign up for a newsletter, you're gonna get a, a copy of our book, Gifts from the Universe. It's all about um, learning how to use your creativity to to uh, start something like a product or a service. But also in that newsletter, we're, we're given free training only to people that, that sign up for the newsletter. So we're, we're going to have some free training on networking, some free training on, uh, on building success. So that's, that's and, our, our gift for, for the listeners. Yeah. And that's on your website, yourinvinciblepower.com, correct? Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. So listeners, if you're listening, uh, well, I know that you're listening, go to www.yourinvinciblepower.com power.com and get that 
free gift from Pamela NWT. Now, before you guys get out of here, I wanted to quote um, a part of your chapter. I'm just going to paraphrase. It was a it was a bigger paragraph. I'm just taking a few of the sentences from that paragraph that really resonated with me, and I'm sure it's going to resonate with our listeners. And this is something that you both talked about just a moment ago. And in your chapter, you say, do not be fooled that it is selfish to have all that you want. The universe is not stingy. If you observe nature, there is nothing that isn't overflowing with abundance. Life is showing us constantly that all we that all of what we desire is ours once we believe. And this abundance is our invincible power to claim. So WT, Pamela, I want to thank you both for hanging out with us and allowing us to speak with you. And, and thank you so much for sharing your insights with the listeners on the change book radio show today. It's been lovely. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank you too. It's very enjoyable, and uh, yes. also I thank you for the opportunity to be able to to speak to everybody. Yes, thank you very much. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank I, you guys. I look forward to connecting with you again all across social media. I know we're WT. You and I are buddies on Twitter and Facebook and everything else. So I look forward to connecting with you both through social media and in person very, very soon. So once again, Pamela and W.T. Hamilton, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, listeners, go and check out Book 10 and make sure you read their chapter. Warning, take a deep breath. You're about to learn how to make the impossible possible. And also go to their website, yourinvinciblepower.com and get that free gift. So Pamela, W.T., thank you so much. And we'll speak with you soon. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Be excellent. Lawrence, how are we doing out there? We're doing awesome. Super, super, super duo. I I know that uh, people are always hoping and praying that their kids uh, join them at some point in their life. (laughs) And that's just awesome to see how they both, (laughs) Um, can work their own independent thoughts into something that is collaboratively creative that sustains both of them and is just amazing. I thought it was awesome. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to hop to a quick one-minute commercial break. We've got Jenny Bealsmith on the line with us. She's our next guest. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be back in one minute, everybody. Hi, I'm Peggy Sealson, personal development coach and co-author in The Change. If you are interested in truly connecting to your authentic success, you'll want to read my chapter in Book 9. I offer specific steps to uncover your greatness and have the life you deserve. I help clients supercharge their lives. Keep listening to tips from all the co-authors and especially from co-hosts Rich Perry and Lorenz Pipkin. This is Angie Taylor from AttractingWellness.com. 
Are you wanting to make changes in your life and you don't know where to begin? Start by listening to the Change Book Series radio show where you'll hear from each of the amazing co-authors as they share inspiring tips that guide you to live a better life today. Hey everybody and we're back and before we bring in our next guest, I want to make a quick shout out. The founders of the Change book series, Jim Britt and Jim Lutz, are having a very special event June 3rd through the 5th. So it's an entire weekend. It's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday event, and it's called the Change Mastery Event Intensive, and it's going to be in California. It's Like I said, it's an entire weekend. You're going to get a chance to meet both Jim Britt and Jim Lutz and learn from them. And just a few of the things that you're going to learn are how to fill events of any size from, and you're going to learn it from two professionals who have done it for years. Uh, Jim Britt's put over a million people through seminars. Uh, Jim Lutz has put a couple hundred thousand himself through seminars. You're going to learn these tips and strategies from both of them. And you're going to learn the million-dollar coaching and speaking blueprint along with tons of other things. Uh, So you'll definitely want to check that out June 3rd through the 5th in California. And you can access that information by joining our public Facebook group, the Change Book uh, group on Facebook, and link up with Kelly Uh, she's going to tell you exactly what you need there. Her name is uh, Kelly Locatelli, and she's going to be the event coordinator for that. You can get your tickets through her. It is a public event, and um, this this is a phenomenal opportunity for you to learn from two masters of the craft. So definitely check that out. Right now, we want to welcome Jennifer Bealsmith, to the Change Book Radio Show. Jennifer is also in Book 10, and her chapter is called The Power Within. She's got her master's in education and is a certified coach who founded The Prosperous Path, where she empowers her clients to find their inner power so they can live amazing, authentic, and purpose-driven lives. She supports her clients to be in their life to get clarity, reach goals, and experience fulfillment and joy. Jenny, are you there with us? Hello. Yes, I am. What's going on? How you doing? I'm great. So glad to be with you, Rich and Lawrence. Yep. Well, welcome, so, welcome, welcome. Lawrence, I had the opportunity to speak to Jenny. Was it... It was Monday, right, Jenny? We talked for for a good half an hour, 40 minutes or so, right? Monday. Absolutely. Awesome. You didn't tell me that. Well, because, you know. Rich is always holding out on me, man. He's always (laughs) holding out. So what did you talk about? Mostly we talked about you. (laughs) Well, that's what Uh, I thought. (laughs) Jenny, go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about your chapter, The Power Within, and then we're going to dive into some questions and and learn more about your chapter. But just give the listeners a nice little summary of what you're discussing in your chapter. 
Sure, absolutely. So the power within is really um, about my journey to uncover myself through the lessons and experience that I had to go through to really get to these truths about who I am. And I really felt compared to share with the readers some of the lessons that I had to learn. So my hope is that they can see that, you know, I've been through this struggle and everybody goes through these struggles at one time in their life. And it is possible to really transform and um, really own their own power because we all held the answers inside of ourselves and really shine and be their best self. So kind of, it's just like a personal story about myself and what I've been um, walking over the past decade. Right. And, and just from reading your chapter, you know, I could, I, we've never met in person, you know, we, we talked on a phone or whatever, but I really felt like I was there with you, you know, and, and the thing that I really enjoyed is that you made every effort to convey that to the listener, to the reader that, Mm -hmm. you know, you've been there. It's not like you're preaching from the mountaintop. You're not, you know, uh, waving the magic wand and saying, I've got all the answers. And um, I mean, you did this and it was a process, right? You, you say it in your chapter that it's something that you had to do on a daily basis to make those changes in your life. It wasn't just you took the magic pill and presto, uh, awesome Chaney City, it was an everyday thing that you had to do, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, so many people want easy, quick tactics, and they want to, you know, change their life so quickly. But really, personal transformation is, is a slow process. And it's, for me, every day waking up, having an inner dialogue with myself, what's going good for me today? Where am I feeling stuck? What do I need to change? And learning some of these tools and really getting clarity and has helped me to become really authentic. And it helped, it's helped me to become integrated in my head, my mind, my body, and my soul. So I'm living life in a different space than I was before. And it's allowed me to really just be very transparent and I felt that the need for me to be really vulnerable was important and powerful. First of all, it allowed me to be free and to say what I really feel and who I really am. And also to let others out there know that, you know, it is okay to be where you are, but you can also have a vision to change your life, but you have to take action. I know as you were talking earlier with WT and Pamela, about, you know, so many people want to change, but the action piece is missing. So it's about daily action and daily checking in what's holding you back and where do you want to go and kind of just being really committed to yourself. Jennifer, I have a question for you. First of all, I sure. agree with everything you said. So <laughs> I, in looking, at, in looking at the title of your chapter, The Power Within, and then on your Facebook profile is a quote from Rumi that says, uh, what you seek is seeking you. And for those of you who might not be aware, Rumi is uh, a Sufi poet from about almost a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So what about that quote touched you and how does it relate to, 
to your chapter about that power within. Right. Okay. So um, for me, I love that quote because what you seek is seeking you. It's kind of, I feel that we're all put on this earth to learn lessons and they keep showing up for us until we learn that. And so, you know, we're seeking joy. So there's lots of opportunities in our life where joy shows up. We can choose to go that way or we can choose to live in scarcity and not really the prosperity thinking. And so for me, the power within was really all came about was, you know, as a coach, so many people come to me wanting to know the answers and what should I do and how should I do this. And my coaching is all about helping people to go inside and get really authentic and clear on what they want. So the power within is about how I went inside of me to learn my personal truth. And as I learned those truths, then I was able to take action and seek what I needed to find in my life to be who I want to be. So that's kind of, I really wanted to inspire others to know that they don't have to look elsewhere. The answers are inside of them. I know, you know, I've and worked with lots you... of different, oh, go ahead. No, please, please. I was just going to say I've worked, worked with lots with of lots different of... coaches, other coaches when I'm building my business and mentors. And, you know, we all want, as we said earlier, we all want a quick fix, but there's really nothing. And all these tactics that people say to do weren't really working for me to grow my business or to change my life because they weren't in alignment with me. So it's about really finding out what is in alignment and what resonates with you because once you can do that then you can tap into your power and really become who you want to be but otherwise there's a block for people a lot of times such as limiting beliefs negative thoughts self-doubt low self-esteem so it's really helping people uncover all those things and that the power lies inside of them that's excellent um I have a question for you, not related to your chapter so much, but sure. uh, to your personal coaching practice. What percentage of the people that walk through the door are wanting help dealing with something that you are currently dealing with? Um, I would say probably, I would say 100% either are dealing with something <laughs> I'm dealing with or something that I've dealt with in my past. Isn't that bizarre? But we attract, those people are attracted to us as coaches because our energy is there and we know how to serve them best. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, when you were saying, and when you were saying that, it's, I listened to an interview with, um, with a a llama, not, not the actual creature, but the, the Buddhist, a Buddhist llama. Okay. And while he was talking, he was so humble that he was trying to help people reach or find their path for enlightenment while he was doing the same thing. And he was completely authentic to the fact that he hadn't found that path himself mm-hmm. yet was willing to be authentic to anyone who came to him. And is that kind of what you're talking about when as a coach, you're, you're more aware. And so you're, being attracted by those people or those people are being attracted by you? Right. Absolutely. Yes. Because I feel that, yeah, walking the path a few steps ahead of them or with them really helps me to understand where they're at. I can, can, they can connect to me better because 
they know that I get what they're going through. You know, I can coach them on it because I understand what it's like. I know what it's like to feel some of the things that they too wonder if I'm ever going to meet my spouse. And, you know, I didn't get married till I was in my 30s, I guess. And so, you know, I get some of the people that I work with are struggling with some of those things of trying to find a spouse or trying to find the right partner for them. And I know what it's like. I've walked that path. So I'm definitely a good um, coach for them as helping them to really know that they are perfect and whole and complete just as they are. That's awesome. Um, Before I turn it over to Rich to ask some questions, I had one more question. Sure. And when um, I'm a big proponent of it's okay to be who you are, where you are, because that's, that's what's happening and you don't have to beat yourself up because of that. Um, You talk about daily action and, finding what's important, and then figuring out how to get there. What's a really good action plan that um, you can tell our listeners when they find that, well, you know what, it might not be so okay with me where I'm at right now? Right, right. Well, I feel that self-love is a, is one of the key things that we really have to do any place we are in our life, is really just putting your hands on your heart and loving yourself and just, you know, saying a mantra, I am whole, complete, and perfect just as I am, right where I am. I may not like it, but it's okay. And just honoring that inside of you really does free up some space for you to really be okay with it. Another thing, I, I always am an advocate of journaling or writing things down in a certain way because we all tax our brain with so much information and we want it to be storage device and to remember all these things, but there's really not a lot of room for us to be creative or really sort through what's really bugging us. So doing um, some where you write down everything on your mind and then categorizing it, you know, what, what's really can I do about this or what can I really put off for now or what's really important for me, helping people to do just kind of a, a get clarity session and it's so powerful because as you write those things down you can release them a little bit and you don't have to hold them all so tightly and then it gives your brain some space to think oh what's possible for me okay so I can take action on this oh maybe this is holding me back so it's like a quick clarity get clarity session by just journaling and um, doing a little brain dump And, I, you know, I think when we create that space for ourselves in our life, and if we could incorporate, you know, 10 minutes, as you said before, of Einstein takes, you know, daydream breaks, I mean, that's really powerful. <laughs> so, you know, 10 right. minutes of quiet time a day, and you'll be amazed what answers come for you. I like to sit in quiet and always say, you know, check in with myself and say, what's the next best step for me? Or what's the next thing for me? And then just sit quiet and let it bubble up and just see where I'm led. Because when I'm living that way, it's so much more authentic, more in alignment. I have so much more joy, and I'm led in the right direction versus living in my head where I'm rushing around trying to make all these things happen and nothing really is working. So it's kind of just, I always say downshifting a little bit. If we can downshift, create some space for silence, clear our mind, and love ourselves. If that answers your question? Definitely, definitely. I like what you said about um, heart space and just, you know, sometimes it helps me to just actually touch my heart to get in touch mm-hmm. with what's going on there. And, Absolutely. And specifically the journaling, I think that 
too many of us don't give ourselves the opportunity to, as you said, create a brain dump. Um, whether it means anything or not, just, you know, put your pen to the paper and keep writing until, you know, you're done writing. Right. And it gives you the opportunity to then, if you don't have that, that 20 minutes to go and have a daydream, it gives you the opportunity to open up something new. Because once you write it down, I think your brain does something amazing where it says, okay, now I believe that you've written this down so it's available for you if you ever need it, and now right. I'm going to go on to something else. Exactly. It's so kind of like I really like a reset. That. It's a reset for you, and it kind of you can let go of it. So your brain doesn't think, I'm going to forget this, I'm going to forget this. It kind of resets and kind of creates space for you. So absolutely. I know that we tend to hold on to things so tightly, um, especially in our mind, and, and I think that's one of the things I see with clients. I know Rich probably does as well, and you do, is that mm-hmm. they create this whirlwind effect where everything they think gets thrown into that whirlwind and it just keeps going and it just keeps right. going and it just keeps going and they don't know how to put it down and look at it from another perspective. Right. And they always so, have the, but they don't want to let it go and they don't want to sit still and they just want to keep going. So it's creating that space is so powerful for people. And 100%. And in your chapter, Jenny, just for the listeners, just so that, they can get to know you a little bit better. I know you wrote in your chapter that in the beginning, it was a little difficult for you to sit still and to meditate or to just be with yourself, right? You, you said in your chapter that right. you were always a busy bee, just going here, going there, boom, 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 boom. There it is. There it is. You know? So right. just tell the listeners you know, give them a, yeah. a quick strategy. Was it like, uh, you know, did you do things like walking meditation? Just help them because maybe they're that person that has that monkey mind and they just keep going, blah, 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 chatter, chatter, chatter. And they really want to use these strategies. They just don't know how to get started. So do you have anything cool for them? Sure, absolutely. Um, you're right. I mean, so many of us have so much going on in our, in our minds, but then as we try to sit quiet, we say nothing happens right? Because we're like, well, I got nothing from that. It was nothing worked. Okay, it's not working for me. Um, So we don't really know how to do this or how to do a daily check in with yourself. For me, it's more sitting in my favorite chair, looking outside at nature to the lake behind my house, and just taking a few deep breaths, and really connecting. As Lawrence said, you know, I love to put my hand on my heart, too, because that's just a great Um, sensation for me and it really helps me to relax and just asking myself some questions and really trying to connect with my body because a lot of times we get we get you know as the whirlwind tornado effect as Lawrence was talking about we can't we get so out of our body doing all these things that we get we lose that connection with our heart and our soul and our head so really checking in and saying you know how am I feeling today so some specific questions that I ask myself is how am I feeling today What's on my mind? And just dialoguing and seeing what comes up for me and creating a little bit of space. And you'll sense something. You, you know, you might hear, you know, some gui- inner guidance. But to me, this is where the spirit really guides me. And asking, you know, am I feeling relaxed? Is there any tightness in my body? And really, you know, sensing the tightness in my chest. And what is that really about? So kind of processing it through and just downshifting a little bit this really this process really has helped me to listen to my inner wisdom 
but also to sense in my body where I was holding things tightly because our body wisdom is so powerful. It can teach us so much. If we yeah. all know people have, you know, we have headaches, people have chronic headaches, they have back pain, they, you know, everybody's walking around so tense. And so it's just like, okay, re- relaxing our body and looking at it and saying, you know, what is this meaning for me? Okay, so my chest is tight, so I must be anxious about something. What am I anxious about? What can I do mm-hmm. about it? Can I let it go? Or do I, you know, so it's, it's really just being very transparent and looking uh-huh. at yourself from a different perspective. But it's such a powerful process for people because it helps us to tap into our own intelligence and we learn to integrate all aspects of ourselves. Right. I know that's something that we utilize in our coaching and Lawrence, especially with a lot of the work that he does personally. And I just wanted to go back just a little bit because you said something earlier. So sure. when, when you're talking about, and this is more of a statement as opposed to, but um, you, you were talking about, you know, you have, if you're that person right now, listeners, if you're that person that has that monkey mind, you know, you're an over anxious person, always bopping around, you're a busy bee, you know, you're a prime candidate for a walking meditation or a, a mm-hmm. sitting meditation. I know. And I say that because it's, it's funny that when I used to teach meditation classes at my friend's yoga studio, I would do these workshops and my weekly meditation classes. And I had a lot of people, you know, even friends of mine that would always tell me, Oh, I'm so stressed. I'm so drained and blah, blah, blah. And I say, Oh, well, come to a meditation class and relax. Oh, I can't possibly relax. I'm too wound up. Well, yeah, that's why you go to a meditation class or that's why you relax. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, you're like, you're not a guru, right? With the snap of a finger. And then you go to the meditation class. You know, you don't have six pack abs before you go to the gym. You go to the gym (laughs) to get that. The, that sleep. So that's body. what I've been doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's it's funny, and I'm glad we can laugh about it. But I really hope the listeners right now. I hope that the lights just went off because it's so true. You you're not relaxed, and then you meditate. You don't have that beautiful beach body. Then you go to the gym, and right. people just need to realize, oh. So that's why I meditate is to become relaxed. You know, that's why I go to the gym to get a in shape body. And it just astounds me when people just, you know, Oh, I can't meditate because I'm too wound up. Yeah. That's why you meditate. <laughs> right. Well, and I think a lot of it is the fear of the word meditation. They think it has right. to be this big elaborate process. And, I mean, I can do my daily check-ins in five minutes. If I have more time, that's fine. But it kind of keeps me, gives me a good gauge of where I'm at today. And Mm -hmm. what what am I, where am I, um, you know, so you can call it daily check-ins, which is really getting quiet and listening. So I think the the semantics of the word meditation is what freaks people out. And so we can teach people, okay, so don't call it that. Just say you're having some quiet time or you're, um, you know, sitting in quiet is really a good way to start. It's just clearing your brain of all the clutter 
and right. there's so many strategies. And, you know, there's guided meditations that you can use if you need to, some help with that. Right. And it, it, I think in all of these aspects of change, people make it more difficult than it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, if you've got a 15-minute break at work, go sit in the sunshine for a few minutes. That can be your relaxation. That could be your meditation. You don't have to wear fancy robes light the candles, put out the salts, you know, like these are things that you can do every day, daily check-ins, journaling. It takes five, 10 minutes to free write, you know, and just like you were saying before about monitoring your self-talk, it's not something where you have, it's not a big production. It's not something Mm -hmm. that you have to have special lighting and, you know, special clothes for, this is change work. It's personal development. It's things that, it's little things that you do throughout the day, each and every day to create bigger and better changes. And I hope that, you know, it's really hitting home with our listeners that, oh, this is something that I can do five, 10 minutes a day. It's not something that I have to, right? So. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, any little bit of time that you invest to yourself, the, the results are tremendous. So, it compounds over time. So just investing in yourself and it's about loving yourself and put making yourself a priority because people, you know, our schedules are so busy and we think, Oh, we don't have time for that. But if you don't have time for yourself, then, you know, it's, it's pretty sad. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, I can kind of see it though. I mean, we do have to make time for finding out about Britney Spears and we have to find <laughs> out about, uh, the Kardashians and who's hating on who. And I mean, you know, these are, these are right. priorities, Jenny. So let's, let's ease back on our listeners a little bit. They, they got, we've got our priorities, you know, yeah, we, make sure, know. we have to make sure our hashtags are in line when we're like posting on social media. These are important things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but you are important. Jenny, to I have a question for you along the lines of some of what Rich was saying. Sure. Um, when, um, what do you do for people when you notice that they're getting ready to get ready? You know, because I know with meditation, it's, you know, the reason for, or, or even workouts, the reason that people don't is because, you know, I have to have the right yoga clothes or I have to have the right running shoes. So that's a, that's a right. method for them to block themselves. So what would you do if I came to you and you noticed, well, Lawrence is really just getting ready to get ready. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice for me to kind of break out of that cycle so that Um, I can move forward? Yeah. I mean, I think really getting really, um, asking some really powerful questions helping you to get out of your own way because I could tell you do this and do that and it's not really going to make a big impact on you, but you have to come to the realization that you are holding yourself back. So, um, you know, just asking you, you know, what is it that's the scariest thing about starting meditation for you? What's the biggest, you know, deal about this that's that's making it so untouchable for you and trying to help you to come to realization with that and then kind of working it down. And you did, did you ever hear of the five why strategy? Why is that? 
and then you keep drilling it down for the my the client as they're answering the questions, and I just ask, well, why is that? And as I keep, they keep drilling it down, we get to the real root of the problem, which is, like you said, all these limiting beliefs or all these excuses that we're making, which are holding us back. But then once we help them, once I help my clients uncover the real problem, then we can, they can move forward. Excellent. So what you're saying is the problem is never really the problem. Right. Right. There you go. I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. Um, I have one more question, and then I'll turn it over to Rich so that he can keep us on track. Um, your daily check-ins, and you're asking really powerful questions, and that ability to get inside to find that empowering you or that power within. Mm-hmm. For you, what has been the number one most important way that you've been able to connect with your heart center, your uh, authenticity, your congruency, whatever you want to call it. What's been the number one thing that's helped you with that? Um, I would say learning to listen to my heart. And because the heart knows the way for me. And when I follow my heart, it really always guides me in the right, on the right path. And now how I do that is by sitting in quiet by looking, you know, listening to my ego, because the ego is always going to keep us safe. The truest, highest self comes from a place of love. So listening for that loving voice that to guide me versus the scared voice saying, oh, you could never do that. Who do you think you are? So, you know, connecting to my heart and being able to discern what voice is guiding me and what voice is holding me back has been probably the most powerful for me. That's int- I, it's, I'm sorry, I'm writing this down because it's awesome. <laughs> okay. And how did you first, how, what aha moment did you have when that really made sense to you? Because I know we say uh, it and we yeah. say it and we say it and people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But there's always that aha moment. So what was that for um, you if you don't, if you want to be that yeah. person? If not, that's totally oh. cool. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, I can't think of an exact moment, but I can tell you the feeling in a way. Okay. So for me, the, the aha moment, so to speak, is when I have a um, sensation or a nudge to do something and it just doesn't go away, I know that's my highest self loving me and pushing me in the right direction. And it's so easy and it goes so well and leads me to pass that I would never have imagined for myself versus when the negative voice, the voice of ego or the voice of scarcity that's trying to keep me safe is always such a challenge and it's, it's hard and it's um, a lot of chaos. So I've learned to discern that in that way, if that, if that helps you. Definitely. So it's kind of like just, is it, is this a loving voice for me or is this a loving guidance or is this oh I'm scared and I'm holding on and I can't do this then and it's always a challenge so a friend of mine uh, made some really powerful observations one day to me she said Jenny why do you do this to yourself you got to get out of your own way you know when you follow your heart everything goes beautifully it's easy you do amazing and it's so awesome but when you get in your head 
it's so hard for you. And you start doubting and confusion and fear. So I really, that was really powerful for me because as her observing it, she's another coach that we talked often. So she was able to reflect it to me in a powerful way, but it was such a powerful observation. And I, I know it's the truth. So I kind of learned to live in that space more often because that serves me well. That's excellent. Rich, where are you at? What you got? I was just going to say that. Did you run off to the bathroom again? No, no, no. I was just thinking about um, (laughs) what Jenny's been saying because, Jenny, a couple weeks ago I told Lawrence that I wanted to apply for Chippendales, and he's been my limiting belief ever since telling me that I couldn't do it. So, Lawrence, I'm going to listen to Jenny's advice. You, sir, are my limiting belief, and I'm kicking you out. I'm kicking you out of my head. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Did you say Chippendales or Chippendale, the, uh, the two little groundhog things? Yeah, the They're, Disney people. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So, so, Jenny, real quick, give the listeners a golden nugget. I mean, you've been dropping value bombs throughout the entire thing. We've got Lawrence over there taking notes. I mean, he's, you're pretty much, he's like you're a secretary today, just taking notes all day long. But, Jenny, give us, give us a powerful golden nugget that our listeners can take away and really hold and grasp onto today. Okay, so I, I think a really powerful nugget would be to have people really start noticing their can'ts when they're talking to themselves and, oh, I can't do this, or, oh, this isn't going to happen for me, and really paying really close attention to the language that they're using because what we say becomes reality. Our thoughts become reality. So getting really clear on what you're thinking and what you're saying and really shifting those thoughts and create some really powerful affirmations because affirmations are powerful. They help us to change our vibrational frequency. They change our thought process. Over time, our mind starts to believe them as truth, and then they become truth. So really, you know, watching what you're thinking, watching what you're saying, shifting those thoughts to belief that you can do it. You have to believe in yourself love yourself, and be ready to really express the greatness that is already within you. It takes courage and action, but, you know, I really believe anything is possible for every one of us. Absolutely, and I know you you had a good quote in there about uh, change your thoughts and you change your world, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's true, so true. It, I've seen it happen so many times. And it's a simple strategy. It doesn't have to be hard, as, you know, WT was saying earlier. You know, it's simple stuff that we have to do, but we make it so hard. So a simple strategy, changing your thoughts, it really does change your reality. And it, you can't change the situations around you, but you can change you, who you are, and how you show up in your world. Awesome. So I'd say give it, give it a try. Right on. Now, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, Listeners, make sure you go to Jenny's website 
theprosperouspath.com. And, and also be, be sure to check out her chapter, The Power Within. We've been talking about it, you know, for the last 30 minutes or so. The Power Within in the Change Book 10. So, Jenny, do you have any closing remarks um, that you want to part for our listeners today? Um, you know, I was going to say I do have a free ebook that they can subscribe to if they go to my website. It's awesome. really a, a coaching tool that I put together. It's three steps to increase your happiness today. And what it is is a self-assessment that they can do to kind of gauge where they're at now in different areas of their life. And then I ask them some really powerful questions about how to move forward. There's some journaling space there that they can journal with some journal prompts and some really action steps for them. So it's kind of a little bit of my coaching if if people want to experience that and really help them to really take ownership of their life in this way because, you know, there's always something holding people back, but a lot of times they don't really know what it is. So it's a good way to just kind of get an overall evaluation of where you're at and where you want to be. So I'd love to have anybody go check it out and sign up and you can get the free report. But just closing, you know, I just want to encourage listeners to believe and listen to their own power within because nobody else knows the answers but us. I'm the only one who knows the best answers for me as well as both of you. And we all want to, you know, part of my journey was stop listening to everyone else and start tuning in to my own inner wisdom, my heart, and my um, guidance, the guidance from divine source my God guiding me, but I had to open up that space in order to hear it. So the power within and learning to tap into that will really impact your life in ways that are unimaginable. Great stuff. Great stuff. Jenny, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, be sure to check out the power within Jenny Beale Smith's chapter in book 10 of the change book series and go to her website, theprosperouspath.com for that free ebook. Jenny, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to, you got it. We look forward to speaking with you soon. All right. Bye guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lawrence, what do you say? We'll go to a quick commercial break and come back in a minute with our closing remarks. Sound good? Sounds great. Change book is all about what? Change, of course. And I have a chapter called Metamorphosis, and it is about how to create the marriage, the relationship that you desire and want. You see, I was divorced twice before, and now I've been married over 13 and a half years in an incredible, long-lasting, mind-blowing experience. I want to help you create the same. Please come join me April 23rd in downtown Salt Lake City, Utah at the Marriott at City Creek and learn how you too can create the incredible, lasting relationship of a lifetime. This is Jeannie Siskel-Meth. All right, and we're back for our closing remarks. Lawrence, what do you think about today? We had uh, three powerhouse co-authors sharing their insights, their wisdom, their strategies with our listeners. Um, any cool takeaways you have from, uh, from our, from I our think from the, from the, from the first interview, I think that I would say 
the generational gap only exists because we don't take the step to cross it. Uh, WT and Pamela are an excellent example of creating action by taking that step and being able to, I think, really reach out to more people because of their perspectives and being able to so eloquently put them together is an amazing job. And for Jenny, it's funny because I think she's kind of a mix between you and me. Much better looking than us, but hey, uh, kind of a mix between us. <laughs> because I noticed, you know, you've got the path of the path of me, and she's got her path-related uh, website as well, the Prosperous Path. Cross path, yeah. And uh, we share some of the same educational background, and I think that there's a lot of synergy there. And I think I've been noticing that more and more with the co-authors is that. You know, like does attract like, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it's amazing to create these collaborations and super props to Jim and Jim for giving us the opportunity to actually meet these people and hopefully make a change in our lives, their lives, and the lives of everybody around us. So I thought it Definitely. was an awesome day of interviews. And what about you? What did you Excellent. get from of this, sir? I, uh, I mean, I said it before, I love the fact that Pamela and WT, they stressed the fact. Now, Lawrence, do you remember when you and I went for training out in Vegas and remember they had the law of attraction and the word action was underlined. And that was the one thing that really resonated with me. And I'm glad that WT and Pamela stressed that as well. The root word in attraction being action. You have to take those steps you have to make things happen so folks if you're out there you know reading a book or whatever and and you think that you can just netflix and chill eating your doritos and lamborghinis are gonna park themselves outside and million dollar suitcases are gonna come your way then unfortunately probably not gonna happen (laughs) if it does let me know where you live because i'm coming over to hang out because you have the magic house. Okay, hold on a second, Rich. We need we need to clean something up real quick. First of all, Netflix and chill doesn't happen by yourself. So our younger listeners, we apologize for Rich not understanding the lingo. So if you're Netflixing and chilling, um, he's not going to show up because that's just creepy. So <laughs> I was trying to... Make a quick analogy, but thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> and Lawrence, thank you for reminding our listeners that when you were listening to the interview of the Lama, it wasn't the animal, it was the Buddhist guru. So we, we appreciate well, you know what, your... if, anybody, <laughs> if anybody knows me, I, it could be me standing on the side of the road having a conversation with a Lama. So. You know, I right. I thought I needed to point that out. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being specific and for calling me out on my nonsense. <laughs> um, and real quick, I know I said it before. Uh, Jim Britt and Jim Lutz are hosting the Change Mastery event intensive in California, Friday, June third to Sunday, June fifth, and you can get all the information that you need. For that event, it's going to be a powerful, powerful event. And uh, you can do that by going to our public Facebook group, the Change Book 
public Facebook group. Joining the group, it's, it's absolutely free. You get to meet and connect with all the co-authors from all the books. And uh, our friend Kelly Lacatelli is in there, and she's uh, one of the event coordinators. She's going to be handling the seating and, and things like that to purchase your ticket. So definitely link up with Kelly and get all the event details. I mean, it's a three-day event, and it's uh, featuring Jim Britt and Jim Lutz, the founders of the Change Book series. And they're gonna, they just have – uh, this is a wild itinerary. I'm looking at it on Eventbrite at the moment. And, I mean, they've got like 20 key points they're going to be going over. I don't even have the time to name all 20 of these key points. But definitely go to the Change Book Public Facebook group and look for the link for the Eventbrite page and just find out all the stuff they're going over. Once again, you know, everything from selling from the platform to getting your events filled to uh, premier and world-class online marketing tips. Uh, social media strategies, persuasion and influence through communication. I mean, this is really great stuff. And if you're a coach, an author, you're a speaker, you're someone who wants to make a positive influence on others, then this is certainly the training that you want to attend from Jim Britt and Jim Lutz. Once again, that's June 3rd to the 5th in California. So check that out. And like I said, join our public Facebook group, connect with the co-authors, connect with, you know, find these leaders from all around the world and, and just see what they've got to say, hear what they've got to say, you know? And I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great community of people and everyone's welcome to join, to learn and share ideas. And it's a really great group. So definitely check that out. And that's all I've got for, for everyone. And, you know, I want to thank our, our guests, Pamela and W.T. Hamilton, for talking to us about their chapter, and also Jenny Bealsmith. And like I said, I had the privilege of speaking with her over the phone on Monday. And, I mean, really great stuff. So these are people that you want to connect with. These are people whose chapters you want to read. These are people whose resources and tools you want to get and really learn what they're doing out there. So certainly connect with these people, with these co-authors, and learn as much as possible. And that's all I've got. Lawrence, do you have anything else before we end? Just a couple of really quick things. Uh, if you guys could, please uh, go to iTunes uh, in the search box, type in oh, yeah. the Change Book Radio Show. And um, you'll see the lovely image of Rich Perry and an image of myself. Go ahead and click on that. Uh, go to ratings and reviews and drop us a rating and a review, please, please, please. Um, also, you can listen to all the past shows right from iTunes now. So it, we're making it as simple as possible. What we would really love from you guys is a rating and a review. So also our, you know, even people who are interviewed get to do this as well because, you know, there are millions of interviews there. So it's not, um, I don't think it's incongruent or a conflict by you going in and rating and reviewing 
the show. So please do that for us. We would really appreciate it. And I just want to thank everyone for listening always. And, you know, thank you to uh, Jim and Jim for providing us with such stellar, excellent people to have conversations with. So I thank you for that. And that's my piece. And what do you got, Mr. Rich Perry? That's all. Just uh, go to our website while you're at it, vortexmastermind.com, and get some free training that Lawrence and I have made. Uh, there's three really great audios that you can use with your, with your leadership team, with your selling team. Maybe you're a coach or what have you. And we've got our Bank Rolling Your Mind training series there and three free downloads that you can get. Just download them, listen to them with your team, and uh, really powerful stuff for you. And that's our gift um, for you, the listener. So that's all I've got. And on behalf of Lawrence Pippen and myself, I'd like to thank you for joining us right here on the Changebook radio show. And we will meet and connect once again next Wednesday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time or on the interwebs. So thank you and be excellent.